entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor. We will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. And by the way, my guest is going to like the word objective. Uh, you know, we'll probably talk about a little of that about today you know, during this conversation. But my super objective in being with you today, I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders so they can inspire others. I'm proud to let you know we record the Business Builder Show in the studios of 94.3 FM The Talker, which is part of Bull Gold Media, and we are in Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find our show and many other fine shows at C-Suite Radio. That's c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. And my special guest with me today is Mr. Bill Hart. Hi, Bill. How are you today? I am so good, Marty. How are you this fine day? I'm doing great. And you're on the other side of the country in Southern California. It's sunny here in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I'm assuming it's sunny in Southern California. We pay good money for this weather. It better be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a whole other story. (laughs) It is indeed. (laughs) It is indeed. Bill Hart wrote a great book. I was complimenting complimenting him on it before we got on the air. The title of the book is White Collar Warrior. Lessons from sales for sales professionals from America's military elite. By the way, the book has uh, a forward written by Tom Ziegler. Somebody, some of our audience may recognize that name. So, white collar warrior, and Bill Hart is my guest. So, Bill, um, you spend some time. You do spend time as an executive coach for building champions, and you have about twelve thousand hours in the coach's chair. So you've done a lot of coaching. For the past 20 years, Bill has interviewed over 200 of the country's top sales professionals and their leaders. Bill travels the country talking to folks about what he does, and he I know he's traveling the country and talking about white-collar warriors. So, Bill, thanks again for co- joining us on the Business Builder Show. Here's where I want to start. So what inspired you to use, I guess, to study the military elite to compare and contrast that to the sales elite. What inspired you to come up with that approach? Great question, Uh, particularly for a guy that didn't serve our country in military. Marty, I'm one of the 99% that did not serve our country in uniform. And so never having had that experience, uh, there wasn't sort of a natural connection there. What it was for me, it was the book Lone Survivor, You might remember the book and Mm -hmm. others might remember the movie with Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Wahlberg about a Mm -hmm. Navy SEAL team in Afghanistan. And the title sort of gives away the essence of the story, right? That Mm -hmm. that, uh, it's a SEAL team of four and three of the guys are killed and there's one survivor in Marcus Luttrell. And, you know, when I read that book as a as a coach and I know you hear a lot of um, coaching titles these days, it's become a very popular 
um, endeavor. <laughs> but I've done this for about 20 years. And what I recognize is a lot of the people that I coach do really, really well financially. But I have trouble getting them to commit to get up at 7 a.m., you know, mm. um, or to work out or gee, coach, I don't fit into my suit anymore. Gee, maybe you ought to move more and eat less. And I don't know, you know, yeah. simple <laughs> disciplines. Right. Yeah. And when I read that book, Marty, it was like Gatorade over my head. And I just thought this is just a wake up call, man. I had no clue what yeah. those guys and I say guys, because at this point, special forces in the United States military is still. Yeah. Uh, strictly men, but we do have two women now that have graduated Ranger School, so we will start seeing more women Excellent. in Special Forces. But I had no clue what those guys went through. Yeah, That's what got me initially focused on, holy cow, I wonder if there aren't some bridges there. Yeah, bridges. That's a good word. Um, so you studied them, and you've been spent a lot of time. Your life has been in sales. You spent a lot of time coaching uh, salespeople and maybe others. Um a phrase you use at the beginning of the book and carry it right through is you say the way of the warrior, the way mm-hmm. of the warrior. Mm-hmm. Explain that to me. What do you mean? Yeah, so it's interesting. As you start getting into their world, and I, I interviewed uh, Army Rangers, Navy SEALs, um, a Top Gun instructor, um, an Air Force general, and what you begin to see is there really is a warrior mindset, Marty. And, and you know, for you, you described yourself before we started recording as, a, as an old sales guy, and I would put myself in that same category. Um, there is a warrior spirit in sales, and mm-hmm. it, is that, it is that sense of winning the deal, getting the contract, ringing the bell, being at the top of the board, whatever that competitive mm-hmm. thing is. Mm-hmm. And the difference, of course, in the military is there are life and death consequences, hopefully for most of us in sales and sales leadership, which is where I focus. Yeah. Um, it is not life and death. It might feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, again, those are the synapses, right? The connection points that I tried to create in the book. Yeah. Well, when I was a sales manager, some people may have feared death, um, but uh, I didn't <laughs> exactly. mean to be that mean. But uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. For that was sure. the old days, Bill. That's right. You know, That's the right. old days. Now we lead in different ways. Thank goodness. Um, we do indeed. So I'm going to bounce around a little bit, but you sure. wrote the book. You can answer me. I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. give me a couple of points on what it takes to be the best. I mean, we can hit, there's all different kinds of things, but what comes into your head or yeah. uh, give me a couple of points on what it takes to be the best. Talk to me about that. So good, man. What, you know, one of the things that I, that I first heard, I think from Andrew Paul, who's a, so he's a, he's a Navy SEAL. He would tell you he's a retired Navy SEAL. He's, um, he's, he's currently a mortgage guy. Uh, so meaning he's a loan originator and a branch manager, which is interesting because he's the one guy that has lived in both buckets, if you will. Right. So he, mm. he went on to become a great fan friend. Mm-hmm. I actually coached him for a year and really enjoy Andrew. But I remember him telling me that, and, and, and incidentally, just a little interesting point of reference, he would tell you about Navy SEALs. And he says this because he's 5'8". He he said there are two different kinds, right? They either come as small or extra large. And so his point is he's the small version, right? And if you met Andrew, you would look at him and be physically intimidated and think, wow, this guy could take me out with a spork. But he could. You know, he's he's trained that way. But he said during the training – 
he remembered a friend of his saying, dude, I just don't think I can do this. Like I just, you know, I'm physically taxed. I'm exhausted. I just, I don't think I could do this. And Andrew said, that was the moment where in my mind I said, I will not quit. They're not going to kill me in training and I will not quit. Yeah. And yeah. so for me, Marty, that was the thing that I really began to see with the best of the best that I've interviewed and those that I've coached. And it's not everybody, but it's the best of the best, the elite. Yeah. They've got that mindset and you know it. You've yeah. had people like that that work for you. You might very well have been that guy. You might be that guy now. I'm sure many of the people that you've interviewed, you would describe that way. But it's that I'm not going to say no. I'm going to figure out a way to get there. And that that's the main thing that I see. If you ask me what are the yeah. two camps have in common, man, that's it. It's that mental fortitude. Yeah, I like that. And uh, I know we already have our audience engaged and I know there are several resources that you make available and mm -hmm. I make make sure that I get this right. It's the white collar warrior book dot com. Is that correct? Correct. Without the at the beginning. So just white collar warrior book dot com. And yep. there's all kinds of neat resources there and they can find out about you there. Is there any other connections that you want to make to people, Twitter or anything else that you want people to follow you on? Oh, uh, you know, they can certainly find me on Facebook. There's a lot of activity going there on, on Facebook. I'm trying to push things out every day that I learned from the coach's chair and yeah. anything that has to do with the book, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And a guest, our guest is Bill Hart, H-A-R-T. His book is White Collar Warrior Lessons for Sales Professionals from America's Military Elite. I'm going to drill down on a couple of them, and uh, I'm just going to ask you general questions. Um, for instance... Just how important is training? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Such a great question. So on the military side, it's imperative. And and one of the things that you begin to see with these, again, guys, I, I use that term just because they are for now, but they won't always be. Um, with these guys in training, it comes down to shoot, move, and communicate. And so if you, yeah. you know, any movie that you've watched, any, the, the new Navy SEALs show, anything along those lines that you watch, it always comes down to shoot, move, and communicate. And so those three modalities have been drilled into them literally so that they can do it in their sleep, they can do it in the dark, yeah. and they just do it over and over again. And in the sales world and sales leadership, the thing that I find is, I mean, the obvious one is scripting, right? Not yeah. that I, I'm not a believer in word for word verbatim scripting, although I've still got a few floating in my head from 30 years sure. ago, like I'll bet you do. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm more of a fan now as a coach of what I call bulletized scripting, and I call it out in the book. But I, what I know is this. The mind is an amazing thing. And if I just throw a few bullets in there, my mind will weave my own words and sentences around it so it sounds more like me. But what I know is this. If I find myself in a situation with a prospect, with a client, um, <clears throat> and I don't know what to say, the next time it happens, I'm going to avoid it. And I'm not uh, going to get in that situation. So I've got to be prepared, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the military, I, I again, I did not uh, have the honor of serving, but I've talked to a lot of people, have a lot of friends, and even in the military, the training is certainly embedded in your brain and in your heart, but you mm -hmm. still have to be, I'll use the word agile, you have to be able to pivot, right? And That's is right. It, is That's the, right. Isn't it the same thing in sales? So you, you may learn the script, you take that into your brain, you'll get that into your heart, but you still have to listen carefully, don't you? 
hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, you'll, you'll see in the book again, I call out the power of questions and the fact that, like you said, you know, in the old days, it was all about, you know, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, right? Yeah, Coffee is yeah. for closers. And yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going to go slam down. Thank you, man. Get some deals together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These days, you know, it's relational selling, right? And and I'm 100% a believer in that. I just, what I know is the reason that training is so important is I just mentioned scripting is one possibility. Another might just be product knowledge, right? I yeah. we bought a car recently and I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Our car salesman was not a young man. Like, not even a little. Yeah. And when okay. I was walking over to sit down at his desk before I committed to that moment, right, there was another guy and I said, are we good here with Louie? And he said, oh, dude, Louie knows these cars better than anybody else. And it's like, sweet, that's all I needed to know. Yeah. And he did. He knew everything about it. This guy was older than my grandfather and he's helping us like hook up the tech afterwards, right? And Bluetooth syncing and everything in the car. I thought, this is very impressive. <laughs> yeah. This is very impressive. So yeah, yeah you got to know your stuff, right? Yeah. You got to know your craft, but you're right. That to your point, you've got to be able to riff a little bit and yeah. bring your own personality, ask yeah. questions, listen to what the client or the customer needs. And that comes from uh, everything we're talking about and everything that's in the book. And that becomes uh, you get business acumen and you get comfortable with your with your, uh, you know, your conversations. Let's sure. move on to something that I know all salespeople are. They're probably going to raise their eyebrows when they when I say the word discipline. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure who in the book said this. Maybe you said it. Uh, so I'll give you credit. It says discipline changes things one choice at a time. I'm going to repeat mm -hmm. that. Discipline changes things one choice at a time. Go deeper mm -hmm. on that, Bill. Yeah. So. One of the quotes that I often have my clients memorize is is from the late, um, great Jim Rowan. I'm sure you're a fan of mm -hmm. Jim Rowan. But Jim in the day said, uh, we must all suffer from one of two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. The difference is discipline weighs ounces while regret weighs tons. Mm. And so, Marty, if you think about that, and the reason I have clients uh, memorize that is I want them to run that through their head when their alarm clock goes off in the morning. And I literally ask them to do that. Like, I want you to run that sentence through your head before your feet hit the floor, because yeah. that impacts everything, whether or not they go work out, what they eat for breakfast, if they eat breakfast, what motivational reading they do before they get involved in their day, or whether they just open their computer and let the chaos of the day come at them. So one of the things that I see over and over and over and over and over in my chair is the more disciplined someone is in in another area of their life, the more they can apply it in their mm. sales environment, mm. as opposed to here's what I mean. And I, I'm being totally honest with you. I did not learn discipline as a kid. I didn't. Mm. I just I wasn't involved in sports or music to any significant degree. I was a social creature. I guess that man I was going to become in sales, <laughs> a salesman. Right. Yeah. Um, but what I see with my, the top people that I've coached, they all figured it out somewhere else. It was martial arts. It was music. It was the yeah. military. Yeah. It was yeah. scholastics. That's what I'm talking about with discipline so that every time I have a choice or a decision to make throughout the course of my day, Marty, I can choose the cheeseburger or I can have the turkey sandwich. I can choose to make the calls or I can go on ESPN. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. So that leads me to think about motivation. And mm -hmm. uh, again, you talk about uh, you talk about motivation mm -hmm. and and. 
We don't always feel motivated. Uh, I don't always want to go to the gym, and sometimes I really crave that cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. So, so talk to me about right? motivation yeah. in the sales world. And again, let me say your name and your book. Bill Hart is our guest. His book is White Collar Warrior, Lessons for Sales Professionals from America's Military Elite. All kinds of resources at his website, which is whitecollarwarriorbook.com. So let's get back to motivation. Yeah, man. So motivation is a funny thing, right? It can ebb and flow. It can come and go. And I, I, I will answer this more as a coach than I do as an author. And what I mean by that is it, the thing that I find that helps people and myself included is to keep something, have a, a, a stake in the sand, Marty, that you look at that reminds you, oh, right, that's what I'm going for. Because in this moment, what I'd really rather do is take a nap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So as an example, I'm 63. A few years ago, I did a Spartan race with my son. I did the short one. I did the sprint. But it was three and a half miles or five miles in the um, in the mountains, the hills of Malibu. So there was nothing yeah. level. It wasn't the sand. We weren't doing Baywatch, right? You're yeah. running up yeah. and down the I know hills. what you mean. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with Malibu. Got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So ahead. we're in the hills there. And I'm just telling you, I don't run. Like, I'm not a fan of running. I'm not a fan of pull-ups. But for 10 weeks leading up to that race, that's all I did is I ran. The only thing I hate more than running is running hills. And I ran hills so that, and I did pull-ups because I knew I was going to be pulling over obstacles. And the thing that motivated me was I, don't, I wasn't looking for a time. I just wanted to finish yeah. and not die with my son. Yeah. And I'm not kidding. Like, <laughs> no, I wanted I the you. moment with the metal and the beer and, yeah. that, and I had a picture next to my monitor. So what I try and help clients to do is come up with something that is bigger than them, that has gravitational pull, that pulls them toward it. So that morning when you wake up and it's 38 degrees and it's cold and you don't want to do that thing, whatever <clears throat> that thing is, yeah. the bigger thing, the bigger why draws you towards it. Yeah. Um, and you talk about this also. So uh, – it has to be internal, internal, intrinsic motivation, and at least my opinion. I'm giving you my opinion. You can listen to great podcasts, by the way, like the Business Builder Show and many others, and you can read the books, and 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 those are uh, they they feed your brain, they feed your heart, but ultimately it's 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 up to you, isn't it? Yeah, totally. It's it, because otherwise, what it is is it's a, it's little sparks of motivation, and what I need is a, a a bonfire, right? That's off in the distance. That's I can get fired up, and I and I love podcasts. I think it's a spectacular example of these days of being able to learn in what you know. Back in the day, you and I were doing with throwing cassettes and CDs into our yeah, car, right? Exactly. Yeah. The, these days I can consume podcasts, which is what I do all the time that I drive and, and when I'm um, working out. But yeah, man, th- those are ideas that will provide spark. And I think it can be the little magnifying glass that brings the, you know, the focused energy on the little bit of paper that can make an ignite. But if you're truly going to be motivated, here's the way that we handle it at Building Champions, Marty. We have clients create a, a life plan. Mm-hmm. And the idea of the life plan is to outline who do I want to be down the road? Mm-hmm. What does that guy look like three to five years down the road? And we ask them to review it every Sunday. So what happens is <clears throat> I'm either getting closer to that visual or I'm getting further away from it. And when it creates disconnect in me and I start to feel that disconnect, 
I feel incongruent. And I don't know about you, but incongruency is not a comfortable place to be. No. Um, we're going to start wrapping up, Bill, believe it or not. And uh, I'm going to ask you a question about something that actually inspired me. When I read the book yeah. uh, this morning, I took some action on a couple of things as a result of reading your book. Nice. And uh, what really inspired me was this saying uh, in whatever chapter it was. It says, um, no, actually meaning not yet. Mm. No, actually meaning not yet. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that, Bill. Yeah, so one of the things that we we learn in sales is that not everybody's going to say yes, right? It'd be a real easy business if everybody said yes. Not 100% sure, but I think that was probably in the fear chapter because in, in sales and sales leadership, we're going to hear a lot of no's. And the truth of the matter is, is we just haven't gotten to the point yet where that person sees the value, sees the entry point, understands what it's about. And so what we know is in sales, it's just about listening. You said it up front, Marty, you called it out. It's about listening. It's about making great notes. You know, in 2018, as you and I are recording this, anybody in the sales world has got a great CRM. They're making notes in their database and they perpetuate a relationship so that at some point it's going to happen. You may recall the story I told in there about Lenny, the insurance guy. This guy hit me. It was a contest that I've. Signed up for at some point. I didn't need anything from Lenny, but he stayed in touch with me and years later sold me an insurance policy because he never let go. He could have said, yeah, yeah, I heard a note today from this guy, Bill Hart, whatever. I'm done with him. He didn't do that. He stayed in and years later, we did business together and now I brag about it. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't get any better than that. We all have stories like that, but I want to add something to that. Uh, I'm probably being coached here. I'm asking the questions that I need help with. So, Please don't send me an invoice um, you know, for this. <laughs> but, but I think a lot of us, me included, did you have a relationship? You know you should be asking for the order or the appointment or whatever. You just don't have the courage to do it. Mm. You're afraid. You don't even, even heard no. But you don't have the balls. I'm going to put it right out there yep. To, yep. Just, to just do it. This morning, I did it twice, and people have had relationships who have already hinted with me, look at, I want to buy from you, and I never asked them. (laughs) So I think that's part of it, Bill. Am I okay saying that? I I think you're spectacular in saying that, and I'm going to quote somebody who I really respect in my business, in the coaching business. You may know Dan Sullivan. He's in Toronto, owns a company called Strategic Coach. This is the single best definition of selling I've ever heard, Marty. He says it's two things. Getting people intellectually engaged in a future result that's good for them. So getting people intellectually engaged in a future result that's good for them and getting them to emotionally commit to take action to achieve that result. Wow. wow. Right? So it's two things. I've got to get people intellectually engaged in a future result that's good for them. Not good for me, by the way. Yeah. That's important. I get paid as a result. But, yeah, I mean, it's good for them. And then number two, getting them to emotionally commit to take action to achieve that result. I've never heard a better definition. Yeah, it's pretty solid. My guest is Bill Hart, H-A-R-T. His great book, if you're in sales and all related to sales, if you're in any kind of leadership, quite frankly, you want to get this book. The title is White Collar Warrior, Lessons for Sales Professionals from America's Military Elite. 
The website to check out is whitecollarwarriorbook.com, whitecollarwarriorbook.com. So we have more time, and I would like for you to wrap up by, did I not ask you a question? Is there something that we should have talked about that you'd like to talk about to wrap up the show? Great question, man. Thank you. A great opportunity. Yeah, I mean, if you know, we built workshops around this, and I'm I'm reviewing some of the materials that we're using for that right now, Marty. And I really feel like if somebody reads this book, if they go to the website, and you can get there, there's video interviews there, and just bonus material, and a, a leader guide, and a summary, and all of that. But if you read this book with an eye toward these men and women, and I'm just going to go ahead and call them all out now, right? The the the, the half a percent really of this country that serve our, our country in uniform. Um, if we idolize them in terms of what they have learned in their training, what they do when they're deployed, the way that they serve us, and if we recognize that there is true value there to learn from them, then I'm going to just take it one step further. And I'm going to say, if you're in a position to hire, hire a veteran. You're going to find in that, yep, you're going to find in that person someone who has learned discipline, someone who is highly motivated, someone who is very loyal. And as a group, they can probably serve us better in business than they're currently doing right now because we don't think that way. So I would love to encourage people, if you have the ability to influence that decision, please make that happen. My friend now, I hope, is Bill Hart. His uh, site to go for all kinds of neat resources is whitecollarwarriorbook.com. Bill, thanks for being my guest on the Business Builder Show. Such a pleasure, Marty. You're a pro. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Reminding you to find all our shows and many other great shows on C-Suite Radio. That's c-suiteradio.com. On behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, and D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, thank you for listening to the Business Builders Show, but stay tuned for more information on how you can become part of the C-Suite Network. Bringing the business classroom to you, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. As a loyal fan of this C-Suite Radio Show, we've got an unbelievable offer for you. Listeners to the Business Builders Show get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You'll have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited-time offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR.